Hello. Hi. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about uh, brides. Yeah. So I I did something a bit broader even. Because we're talking about a little bit of grooms in mind too. Whoa. <laughs> I don't mention any grooms. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that one's being But they're haunted. the boring ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to talk about Chinese ghost weddings. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> so it's kind of like a regular wedding. Mm-hmm. But with ghosts? But <laughs> one or both of the people getting married are dead. Wait. Mm-hmm. One or both? One or both, yes. Mm. Sometimes someone is alive. Isn't that Gross and weird? Yes. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll learn why. <laughs> so, so the traditional, like, Chinese afterlife um, pretty much means that when you die, you are in, like, on Earth, but just kind of on a different plane. Okay. Um, so someone that would die would still, um, like, have a job and Ooh. have a house you know, no. and have, <laughs> no. um, have like, have objects, have things, you know, huh. um, except that they're, they're dead. Mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> so if you are married in, in real alive life, mm-hmm. um, then when you die, you're still married to that person. But okay. if you die before you're married, then you can never, ever get married, and you'll be unhappy for the rest of your undead life. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's tough, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, many families in China believe that they have, they have a duty to their, their dead family members, mm-hmm. um, that they want to give them the best afterlives possible. Yeah. So, this could mean... Um, like burning little like offerings to them like little paper paper servants and stuff like burning that so that when when they're in the afterlife then they'll have servants that just happened at my job which is a cemetery um no that's do you remember i told you they brought in a chicken a raw chicken and uh like a 24 ounce can of bud light and then they had this like (laughs) (laughs) this like um aluminum like tray mm-hmm. thing, like like you would cook a turkey in. Nice. Uh-huh. And they were burning pieces of paper in it, and I wonder if that's yeah what the, they were doing. Yeah, they'll burn like little like like prayers or yeah. like little offerings. So they'll even like they'll build tiny little like houses oh and God. like like tiny refrigerators and stuff and burn them for their their ancestors who are dead. Oh, uh, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I hadn't really. Heard of that before, or at least like put it together. Yeah. Um, so sometimes, sometimes a spirit will appear to a family member in a dream and request a spouse. Oh my god! Which I think is just adorable. So I have a specific story. Um, so Marjorie Topley, who wrote Ghost Marriages Among the Singapore Chinese, colon a further note, which is great, uh, <laughs> relates a story of one. 14-year-old Cantonese boy who died. A month later, he appeared to his mother in a dream, saying that he wished to marry a girl who had recently died in Ipoh, um, Parak. Um, and the son did not reveal her name, but his mother actually used a Cantonese medium. Oh my god. Um, and through the medium, the boy gave the name of the girl, together with the place of her birth and age, um, and details of her horoscope, which is great. Oh my she God. was a cancer, you know, you know that kind of thing. She was a horse. You know? <laughs> um, and so they, they were able to use all of those things and find the girl. And so then they had one of these, oh my God. Um, these undead ghost weddings, which is really weird. Was in the afterlife, was the boy still 14 years old? Probably. Yes. I know. And they, they've talked about how usually families will wait until, like, because if it's, like, a young kid that dies, mm-hmm. they'll wait for a few years until it's, like, marriageable age. Oh. Um, and then try and find a spouse. Huh. Which is interesting, I thought. Yeah. yeah. So, Do like... you still age in the afterlife, or what? I, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, but maybe... Then... 
that everyone would be like ancient, like well, old yeah, as dirt. they're like thousands of years old. Mm. That could be right. Yeah, I'm trying to think so of Mulan. Just her <laughs> <laughs> like ancestors were like there and talking. And Not all of them were stuff. old though. No, I guess like the one who got his head chopped off, he was young. He was oh, like yeah. a soldier. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. But yeah, so they'll wait. So I guess they kind of age. Maybe they don't. Maybe you stop aging. Age like if you more. die young, you stop aging at like 25. Yeah. Maybe they just think it's creepy that if their like six year old dies, <laughs> that they maybe don't want right. to like find a match for them immediately, you know? Huh. Yeah. So although. Some of it is that they want to marry off their dead dead family mm-hmm. for, for company, so they'll have company for the rest of their undead lives, That's which is sweet. sweet. Yeah. Um, there's also some, like, very traditional and very, like, kind of, uh, kind of a big old bummer reasons Aww. why. <laughs> so if a man dies before getting married, uh, he would not actually be allowed to be buried in his family plot. Um, because he was not able to, to give an heir first and, like, keep the lineage going. And so then he would be dishonored. So he oh, would not no. be allowed to be mar- to be buried um, with the rest of his family. Oh, my God. Which is really, like, yeah. sad and stuff. Cool. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's actually, and it's even worse for women, of course, because it always is. Shocking. Mm-hmm. So if an unmarried woman dies, she can't be buried anywhere proper. They can't have a proper ceremony for her at all. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because, well, women on their own, unmarried women, mm-hmm. um, kind of, are don't have a home. It's, everything is like, uh, patrilineage there mm-hmm. and so once they would get married like if someone gets married yeah. then they are put as part of their husband's family and so then they would be buried with the husband's family right they, their pictures would be like or their tablets would be up with his family and mm-hmm. everything but since she's not married she just has no family <laughs> at that point so she like could not be buried correctly oh my god <laughs> which is so bad. That's yeah. so terrible. It's really, really that sucks. awful. Yeah, there's like stories about how they have like the the family shrine, mm-hmm. and when an unmarried daughter dies, she she can't go up there, and so they put her picture down on the floor in the corner by the door. That's like the place to put the unmarried daughter's oh my photo. God. She's like not allowed to be part of the family. <laughs> Isn't that, doesn't that suck? That sucks. Yeah. Like, oh. I'm an unmarried daughter. Right. No, <laughs> I, I was just thinking, if I die tomorrow, then I don't get to go in my family plot. Right? Oh, my God. It's awful. Yeah. And there's, oh. like, yeah, the only way to do that is to get married after you die, which is real weird. So if they if they marry off, like, if their daughter dies and then she gets, like, a ghost wedding. Can she go up on the shrine then? Mm-hmm. The shrine of, of her, her husband. Of her ghost husband. Of her ghost husband's family. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, ghost marriages are between two people who have died. So these, these oh, kind right. of, like... <laughs> I already forgot that this both was going to happen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the families will go and find kind of, like, a matchmaker medium kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, matchmaker, matchmaker. <laughs> Make me a dead match. <laughs> um, and so then they, that matchmaker will, like, match them up with another dead family, you know? So they would, like, get it all together. They would, like, find two dead people families, bring them together. Um, and this is even used, like, for Chinese immigrants moving to a new country to kind of connect families. Oh. It would be two families who had kids who died, mm-hmm. and so then they would become, like, friends then because then they would be related, even though Aww. they're not really related. So, oh, yeah, because it's like, oh, yeah, my dead son's married to your dead daughter. That's nice. We're friends now. We're friends, <laughs> which is, like, cute. Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah, nice. I like it. Yeah. So here's where it gets a little creepy. Hmm. hmm What if... One of the two mm-hmm. are still alive. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. So, you are an unmarried woman. Yes. Yes. And then you die. Oh. So, they're looking for 
a, a hubby for her. Sure. And they decide they want to go for a live one, which could happen. This is one of my favorite parts of this, like, weird little tradition. Mm-hmm. Is that... In Taiwan specifically, mm. if an unmarried woman passes away, her family would place little red packets with either cash, paper money, um, a lock of hair, a, or a fingernail. <laughs> yeah, super gross. Just out in the open, like on the street or something. And then get ready. And then if a man like leans down and picks it up, then they would, I don't know, spring out of secrecy wherever they are and be like, all right, like, the fates have destined that you are the husband for my dead daughter. Here's her fingernail. Here's her fingernail. You're going to get married. So, like, Isn't that crazy? Like, plant little envelopes around and just hide and watch yeah. until someone picks it and up. And wait, yes. Oh, my God. I know. And, and like, like what? Like, I don't even <laughs> That's crazy. understand. I mean, but yeah. It's not crazy, I'm sorry, but... It, well, it's unexpected yes. for us. Yeah, yeah um, certainly. Yeah. And, like, I just... So do, do, the, do the men know now not to pick anything up? <laughs> I don't know. They learn? Well, apparently people still do it, so they must not have learned. I don't think it happens as much. I think most of the time they'll try and find another dead... Um, to get married to, but, like, if they're, for whatever reason... Another dead to get married to. (laughs) But if, for whatever reason, the family wants a live one, then they'll go fishing with these little red envelopes. And also, most of the time, I mean, I guess probably if if the man's already married or something, Mm -hmm. then there would be, I don't know, they would look for someone else. Would he have to get a divorce? But (laughs) I have to marry this ghost, honey, sorry. (laughs) I can't imagine being married to a dead person. What do you do? I like, know. It's mostly just kind of like paperwork. It yeah. It seems like, or like it's, I don't know. It's like they're married with like a marriage certificate, but yeah. he still like dates other people. Right. Like an open kind relationship. Of. Yeah. The, well, the whole thing is, is if they get married, if like a man marries a dead woman mm-hmm. and then he marries someone else, mm-hmm. then like they still have to defer to the to the dead woman first. Wouldn't that suck to marry someone who's already married to a dead woman? Yeah. And then you'd be just, like, in her shadow for the rest of your life. A dead woman that he probably didn't even know. No. Doesn't care about at all. Probably. Yeah. I know. It's like a random person. That's wild. I love it. I know. And also these men that pick up the little red envelopes, usually they they will go through with the marriage because it's extremely bad luck. To say no. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, like, like a lot of this tradition also is that um, people are afraid to get haunted by their loved ones. So they want to do good things for them so that they don't get haunted. Which I'm like, fair. I do not want to get haunted. Yeah. So I would marry a dead man if I did not get haunted, you know? Can I see his picture first? <laughs> is he cute? Um, so then if a man dies, mm-hmm. his family might look to get a live wife for him. Okay. Why would they do that? Because they want an heir to keep their family line going. But <laughs> I see your little eyes. You're like, um, excuse me? <laughs> so, so part of the, the, the things that you have to do to be a live wife to a dead husband is that you have to move into your husband's family home mm-hmm. and take care of the family, like cook and clean and whatever. Oh. Mm-hmm. Then you would also have to be celibate uh, for the rest of your life, um, which is neat. Um, and you just have to be a part of that family. I mean, you like totally like eschew your old family and you're part of his then now. But how can you have an heir if you are a celibate and your husband is dead? That's a good question. Right? Well, the man's family will want a live wife so that they can adopt a child, but say that it's their son's child at that point. It's kind of like legitimizing um, like an adopted child that has nothing to do with your family, kind of. Right. You're just, like, bringing in a kid, and you're like, all right, you're my son's son now, you know? Yeah. Um, which is just, just ridiculous. <laughs> um, so you have to first buy a wife for your dead 
son. Oh my god. And then adopt a kid. So it's like a lot of responsibility. I'm so upset. Mm -hmm. Because if if a man, if there's a dead woman and they want to find a husband for her, he doesn't have to do shit. He can get married. Right. To someone else. Yes, he can. But if it's a live woman, Mm -hmm. she has to cook and clean for this family she doesn't even know. Mm -hmm. And then have a child? Yeah. That's not even hers? And guess what? Oh my god. So women will actually willingly go into these ghost marriages, like live women. Why? Because um, an unmarried daughter is actually a source of great embarrassment and concern to her family. Yeah. Um, and actually, traditionally, girls who, who did not marry were regarded as a threat to the entire family and were not actually allowed to even live at home anymore um, because it's seen that girls that, that choose to be unmarried mm-hmm. um, will be seen as having psychological problems. So if you don't want to get married but also don't want to be ashamed to your family... Then you can marry a marry ghost. A <laughs> but the only bummer is then you have to like live with yeah. his, your with your in-laws forever. Yeah, well I mean um, I guess it's better than living on your own. Yeah, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, being sh- like shunned by your family. Yeah, right? And shunned by like the by whole everyone. world. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, I don't know, it's messed up. Um, so, but there are some negative connotations to women who do that actually. Because of course like... Whether you do or whether you don't, you're screwed right. in the idea in the eyes of everyone. Yeah. Um, so some people will call it a fake spirit marriage. Oh my god. Uh, or it's referred to as marrying a spirit tablet because it's not a real person. Oh um my god. So as a way to avoid real marriage. Um, so that's sorry, that was my oh, foot. We touched, we touched feet. <laughs> um, so that's, you know, effed up also. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happens when you're actually at a ceremony? Because one or both of them are dead. That's a good, yeah. How does that work? Yeah. So we have... I didn't even think about this. Um, yeah, no, because they have a full ceremony. And it's actually almost exactly the same as if it were two live people. Um, except because one is predeceased, <laughs> they are represented usually by um, effigies made of like paper or bamboo or cloth, which is real creepy. Yikes! Um, like a scarecrow, <laughs> pretty much. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so the the bride and groom may be constructed of um paper, just over a little bamboo frame with a paper mache head. Oh my god. And then on either side of the, the bride and the groom, in this case, if they're both dead, uh, stands their respective paper servants. And the room also contains many other paper effigies um, and products that they could use in their undead home. Nice. Um, like such a as wedding shower. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they bring little paper like effigies of like a table and a stools. Yeah. <laughs> a refrigerator. <laughs> um, trunks of paper clothes. <laughs> Like, ad- like adorable little stuff, and then after the marriage ceremony is is over, mm-hmm. um, then all of the paper stuff is burned and sent to the spirit world. Right. But if there is one, like a um, in this case, a living groom and a ghost bride, the effigy is similar, mm-hmm. but instead it's constructed with like a wooden backbone. Arms made of newspaper and the head of a smiling young girl clipped from a wall calendar. This is like a specific <laughs> one. <laughs> Sounds just horrifying. Can you imagine like having your photo taken and then finding out that it was used for a ghost marriage? <laughs> it's a ghost bride. <laughs> yes. Oh my oh god. Oh my gosh. And then so uh, the same way, after the festivities are over, the dummy then is burned. Mm. Um, and usually, it, in either case, um, whether it's a bride or the groom, the effigies would wear real clothing that's similar to what would normally be used in a marriage ceremony. Oh so, like, the guy would be wearing, like, a little pair of trousers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the, the girl would be wearing, like, a red dress and, like, a lace outer dress and stuff. It's mm. it's very specific and weird. Wow. And I like it. I know. Yeah. yeah. So, 
unfortunately. Oh, no. Because not all things can be good. Because so far we're like, all right, like ghost marriages, it's great. It's making everybody, it's making the families happy. Mm-hmm. It's making the dead people happy. It's great. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, <laughs> there is always a dark side uh-huh. to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so because dead people are being kind of given to live families or whatever, you know, that kind of, like, back and forth. Right. Um, there has become a corpse black market. Um, yeah, in China. Oh, my God. Then exacerbated nice. um, by the fact that there was the one-child policy in China for such a long time. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So, which it was, it was actually lifted in 2013, but, um, yeah, which I didn't... That's very recent. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah. Jesus. But, like, so think about all the people that are of marriageable age right now. Yeah. They were born during the one-child policy. Um, so, right now in China, there are a little less than 33 million more men than women. Um, and because of this crazy imbalance... Uh, women are actually like taking it as a good thing because yeah. there's a lot less women, uh-huh. so they can take the chance to. If they were born in a small, poor city, they're moving to the big city mm-hmm. where they can kind of like move up socially and financially, um, which is great for them. Mm-hmm. But uh, then it's leaving all of these small communities, like um, there's like a coal mining um, community that I'm going to talk about in a second, mm-hmm. where like. If you don't have to stay there, why would you stay there? So the women are leaving. So right. there's just a bunch of men, unmarried, oh, God. no women. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> and so in um, the – there's a specific coal mining community um, in uh, Shanxi. Um, and the coal mining accidents claim the lives of a bunch of young men. So there's all these young men, oh, no, no women, all the young men are dying. Great. So it's extremely difficult for the parents to find the sons even a ghost bride, let alone, you know, a real bride. Legalized gay marriage. <laughs> right? Problem solved. But a thing. Then you're all fine. <laughs> yeah. But then who would, who would get the tablets? Because they'd both be the men's side. I don't um, know. They'd yeah. like... Maybe flip a coin for it or yeah yeah you like they share custody of the tablets mm-hmm. whoever died first or something yeah gets them. yeah 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 yeah, the, yeah whatever flip a problem coin. solved <laughs> bing Rock, we, fi- we fixed it Rock, all paper, bing. scissors for we got it, it. <laughs> um so unfortunately this has meant that female corpses have become a hot commodity jesus i know um so this man named uh, Wang, Ye- Wang Young, uh, who is an employee in a hospital mm-hmm. uh, there in Shanxi, mm-hmm. um, is quoted as saying that once the news of a young girl dying spreads, tens of families who had lost their sons would rush to the hospital and have an, a literal auction war trying to buy this poor dead girl for their sons, which is horrifying oh my god yeah so like 30 years ago i guess it was reported that it would cost um around like a thousand u.s dollars Mm -hmm. to buy a female corpse oh my god Um, that seems low super i I know yeah but 30 years ago i don't know oh 30 years ago yeah yeah. okay fair there you go so like 90s yeah um oh shit then what in my head, I always, when I'm doing math, like, oh, it's like 2000, so 30 years ago would be the 70s. But and then you're like, oh, the 90s. And I'm like, oh, what? Oh, my God, that's true. I lose 20 years. <laughs> Where am I? Oh, shit, I'm almost 30. Right? Oh, my God. Is that horrifying? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it was only the 90s when this happened. Well, when it was $1,000 to buy a corpse. Oh. You know. Oh, my the usual. God. But now the prices have skyrocketed. I bet. Um, And so by 2016, um, said that you can't buy even a single bone for less than about 31,000 US dollars. What? Right. (laughs) Because there aren't enough women. Oh. Yeah. My God. Mm -hmm. Um, And so because of this, there have been, um, I guess... This man named Professor Yao, I don't 
I don't know his background, whatever. But um, (laughs) (laughs) he says there has been at least 12 prominent murder cases related to ghost marriages. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. And there were even more cases of kidnapping and grave robberies, uh, which is great. Oh, Um, my God. So, like, uh, in 2016, a man named uh, Ma Chonghua, uh, from Northwest China, murdered two women with <sighs> mental disabilities and sold each body for the equivalent of eight thousand U.S. dollars um, to give in ghost marriages. I know that was not even that much. He no. like he was like whatever. Yeah. Maybe there was no paperwork or anything, so they're like, we'll only give you eight thousand right. for this body. You know, There's whatever. No paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, right? And then oh. there was a gang in northern China oh, um, that has been caught trying to resell and remarry <gasps> a girl who had been sold and married a few days earlier, <gasps> despite, of course, being dead on both occasions. Oh. Um, and so, <laughs> um, yeah, they were because both of the husbands were dead. And so their families wanted a dead girl, and so this gang was reselling oh, the same girl to families. God. Isn't that crazy? Yes. And just like people are messed up, yeah. you know? They're like finding a market and like going for oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Holy um, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just. So like stressed out about it. Yeah. Like, uh huh. Oh my god. There's got. There's gonna be a Netflix docu series about this. Oh my for gosh. sure. There better be. Yeah. Yeah. I would watch it. I'd binge it so fast. Me too. In like a second. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. Yeah. I'm like I've never heard of it. People. Um, it's so wild the way that people like completely devolve when <laughs> they're when they feel like they need to do something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, be- I bet the people who are murdering people were, like, totally ordinary. And then they're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, gotta- I need to get a ghost bride for my for my son or something. You know, like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? I know. <laughs> I, I know. Oh, my God. Just, like, I mean, I guess when you think about it, like, the afterlife is so important mm-hmm. in, in these traditions. Right, right. That, like... To not do it would be would be worse than doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. Like to think about, like especially if you have a daughter and then Mm -hmm. she dies unmarried, and you're like looking at her sad little photo in the corner next to the door, Mm. and you're just like you would you would feel like you like you have to do something for Mm -hmm. her. Um, So that's my talk. That's about this weird ghost marriage. So. Mm-hmm. I was very excited about this because um, I love a ghost bride. I love stories about like thwarted women mm-hmm. or just a, the idea of seeing a ghost in general is, you know, horrifying. Mm-hmm. Exciting, but horrifying. Yes. And, and that's just if they're in their own clothes, like just basic everyday clothes. Mm-hmm. Seeing a ghost in a wedding dress Ooh, that's is, uh, is so scary. Yeah, it's, it's so, so scary. dramatic. Like, yes. You're like, what could make a ghost even more, like, <laughs> fantastic? Like, over the top. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a veil. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dress and a veil. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the scariest to me. Mm-hmm. And also I love because most of the time they're coming after a man like, right. that's, like, wrong to them. And so it's, like, it has this, I don't know, like... I love it. This, I love her yeah, so I know, because it's so, it's just on one person specifically. It's mm-hmm. not just like, oh, I was murdered, and so I'm just angry at the whole world. I hate everyone. I'm yeah. so sad. No, it's like, I'm dead, and it's, it's this it's man. It's because of this man, <laughs> and I'm going to haunt his ass and his family. Right. And his other family. Like, I'm going to haunt everyone who ever knew him. Mm-hmm. If he ever gets married again, like, <laughs> get ready. <laughs> You're going to see this ghost face everywhere you go. <laughs> I love it. Um, there's a, a, a character in The Haunted Mansion. Not the movie. Well, I guess maybe the movie. Who saw that movie? <laughs> no I did in theaters, but I don't remember anything I also it. did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, in The Haunted Mansion, there's a character 
where you go up, you go up through the house, as you know, because you've been on it. Mm-hmm. But you eventually get up to the attic, and there's a ghost up there, and she has like a hatchet in her hand, and she's like, "I do." Ooh. I did. <laughs> She's like smart. Like she killed the shit out of someone with that with that hatchet. I love. And it. I love her so much. She's. Oh I love her. So anyway, so I have a thing. I love ghost brides. I root for them. <laughs> even if they're wrong, I root for yeah, them. Yeah. Even if I'm like, okay, honey, you're being a little bit melodramatic about <laughs> this. Like this guy was a dick anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. As per usual, when I get super excited about a topic that we're doing, mm-hmm. I couldn't find one thing that was, like, good enough or, like, long enough to cover on the podcast, mm-hmm. so I have a few things. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So I'm excited. Um, um, okay. So the first is a story called The Sad Love Story of Anna Baker. Ooh, love it already. Right? It's a great title mm-hmm. from... The website I used as my resource, which was strangeandcreepy.com. <laughs> Love it! Um, so, Anna's father, Elias Baker, was a wealthy iron master. Oh. Which I didn't know was a thing. No. Is it, so it's like an iron worker, but better? Like he, he's the master of the iron. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, um, like, a, like a baron or something. I don't know. Oh. All the iron the light touches is mine. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, so he moved his family to Altoona, Pennsylvania Great. after purchasing Allegheny Furnace, hmm. which was a, some kind of iron company. <laughs> Guess so. Um, initially, they lived in a mansion that Elias called, quote, a tolerable good mansion. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Rich so people Already you have this this beautiful portrait of the kind of dick this guy was. <laughs> <laughs> this is like oh I don't I haven't even mentioned the year yet. This is like 1839. Oh my gosh. So everyone's poor. Mm-hmm. And if you're not poor, you're super fucking rich. Yeah. Which is very similar to what's going on right now. It's true. Um so this house just wasn't decadent enough for what he felt he deserved. Oh my gosh. I know. Plus, that sounds like new money to me. Mm-hmm. So he has something to prove, which oh, yeah. is like the worst kind of rich person. Exactly. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, in 1845, he began constructing the Baker Mansion, mm. which is a terrible name. <laughs> yeah. Can be like Withering Witherose. I don't know. <laughs> that's not real words. Withering Witherose. <laughs> Like, Welcome to my home. Oh, that's already taken. <laughs> um, and it's it still stands today, and it is very beautiful. I don't know if I would live there, to be honest, because it's not really my style. Would you call it a tolerable, it's a tolerable mansion? mansion. <laughs> he sounds like Mr. Darcy. <laughs> oh no! Yes. No, it's 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 just not my style. It's not that it's not enough. Mm-hmm. It's just not who I am. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so in so he started building this house. It's still there today. Where is it? Pennsylvania. 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 Okay. Yeah. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and the building of this house nearly bankrupt his family. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, he's a dick. Mm-hmm. That's you know, that's what it is. So Anna, his daughter. Fell in love with a poor iron worker. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. Well, Anna, I feel like it's not going to turn out well for you. Well, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she's probably also a ghost. The so t- yeah, the title is The Sad Love Story of Anna Baker. <laughs> <laughs> we already know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, so Anna's... <laughs> I wrote, bitch-ass dick of a father. That's what I wrote, because that's the only words I can come up with to describe him. (laughs) That was the most poetic way that you could describe (laughs) this garbage man. (laughs) Uh, He, of course, didn't approve. Mm -hmm. And he refused to allow Anna to marry this hot mystery man. No. Who, you know, I don't know if he's hot, but he probably is. He's He's an iron worker. Yeah, so he's at least in really good shape, like really sweaty. What's his face from Game of Thrones? 
<gasps> the guy Gendry? with skins. Yeah, oh, Gendry. Shit. Just like pounding on iron all day, like sweaty, but like in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. With like muscles that you can tell are from labor and not like working out your like in front of a mirror at the gym. Ugh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um So, being young and in love, the couple ignored her father's wishes, Mm -hmm. and in a classic screw you dad move, (laughs) they planned to get married in secret. Oh, of course. Which is a good idea. (laughs) Um, So, her father got wind of their plan somehow. Of course he did. Uh Mm Uh-huh. He probably probably reads her diary or something, you know, (laughs) like, he's completely controlling and terrible. Um... And he put a stop to it, because he could, because... No. What else are they going to do? He's The iron worker's too poor to marry her on his own. Oh my gosh. You know, one of those stories. Yeah, poor Anna. <laughs> mm-hmm. The guy. Doesn't have a name. <laughs> <laughs> what, should we, what should his name be? Um, Zechariah. Ooh. <laughs> that's a good iron worker name. <laughs> Zechariah. I love it. Sounds like an Amish name, it though. <laughs> so I'm picturing, like, the Amish beard, but then, like, a hot ironworker body. <laughs> really cute. Maybe Anna could have just married someone else. Yeah. But... Um, but no. So the only option was for her to marry someone that her father approved of. And purely out of spite... Mm-hmm. She refused to marry anyone that her dad tried to set her up with. Nice. Spiteful dad gets mm-hmm. a spiteful daughter. Mm-hmm. That's what this happens. This bitch is a Taurus for sure. <laughs> <laughs> she was so stubborn. <laughs> um, so legend has it that as Anna got older, she began to lose her mind. <gasps> no. And she was so obsessed with her lost love that she would wear the dress around the house and dance in it all by no. herself. <gasps> no. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Also, I'm picturing little Edie, but in a <laughs> wedding dress. It's <laughs> like doing that little flag dance. I'm picturing Bill Hader as little Edie, but in a wedding dress. <laughs> Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, eventually, the dress was worn as, you know, as a wedding dress by a woman named Elizabeth Bell. Oh. Um, and I don't know, I don't know when this happened. Like, I couldn't find any indication of whether or not Anna had died. Like, I don't know how this woman got this dress. Yeah. But she did. You would think it would be seen as, like, an unlucky dress. So exactly. No one would want it. Yeah, why would you ever want it? But I guess everybody's it? so poor. Yeah, but she was but wealthy. I'll take any. Oh. She was wealthy. Like, her dad, um, there was a town called, like, I don't know, Belltown or something stupid. <laughs> and it was named after her dad. Oh, my gosh. Because he, they were that rich. So they were both, these were two wealthy families. Oh, my gosh, that's so weird. I know. Um, and Elizabeth was reportedly a grade-A bitch. <laughs> And she used to make fun of Anna for never getting married. No. And then this bitch wore Anna's wedding dress that she never got to use. This is so dramatic. I know. Oh my gosh. Stop it. Okay. Mm -mm. I can't wait for Anna to haunt her. Oh, yeah. It doesn't. I don't know. uh, Spoiler alert it doesn't say anything about Anna haunting her or anything like that. What? Yeah. Um, Ding dong. I know. Missed opportunity. Yeah, for sure. Um, So the Baker Mansion is said to be haunted by literally everyone in the Baker family. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But none of the spirits are as active as Anna and her dress. Mm -hmm. So it's been said that the dress shakes violently and sways back and forth like it were dancing. (gasps) Ew, I don't like that. I know. I just got the goosebumps. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. And this usually happens... Or this happens particularly particularly often around a full moon or around Halloween. <gasps> Spooky! Yeah. I love it. Me too. Mm. Um, until recently, the dress was kept behind a glass case, which was sat facing a mirror. Oh. Wasn't spooky enough. Right. Put it in front of a mirror. Yep. Put it in front of, like, a 19th century mirror, mm. too. So that... 
spotted and creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, there's like black dots on it for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, so visitors to the mansion often claim to see a woman's face staring back at them. <gasps> no. Oh, no, I'm going to have nightmares tonight. Oh, no. Oh, I don't like that at mm. all. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Design myself. All right. All right. Well, this is happening. Yep. Today, I'm going to like, because like on the walk to my bathroom, there's that giant mirror. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, she's just going to be there. Yep. That's cool. Well, the good thing is that there, I, I never found any indication that she was like mean or anything. She mm. was just there. Ugh. Yeah. Which is creepy, but at least mm. she's not like holding an axe. <laughs> I do. I did. <laughs> Um, unfortunately, because of the deterioration of the material, the dress is no longer on display oh. at the mansion, which is a big no. fucking bummer. Yeah. Because I was like, ooh, I'm going to add that on my road trip list. No. no. Now, what's the point? Yeah. If you're not going to see a creepy old wedding dress dance, there's no point in going. There's no point in living at that point. <laughs> <laughs> um, fortunately, ghosts... Do not deteriorate. So. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Good segue. Thank you. Um, so everyone is more than welcome to visit the Baker Mansion and say hi to Anna. Nice. And then her dick of a dad. <laughs> oh, um, she also had a little sister who died at the age of, like, two yeah. of diphtheria. Ooh, no. Yeah. Diphtheria. Did her dad die of diphtheria? <laughs> ha! There we go. <laughs> so okay so that was anna and it's it's really sad like i feel so bad for her Mm -hmm. i bet she didn't have any friends or at least not any real friends no i bet this bitch elizabeth was like her best friend (laughs) the one who made fun of her all the time and stole her wedding dress (laughs) Oh. oh my god okay so uh, the next story is The Corpse Bride. Wait, I know this. Yeah. Well, I know that movie. <laughs> I literally wrote, now, I know what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Hey, isn't that a movie by Tim Burton? It sure is. I knew it. And you may have thought that Tim Burton came up with that creepy idea on his own, but that's where you're wrong. <laughs> Ooh. Um, so this is a very uh, bizarre story. And it's, it's pretty similar to what happened in the movie, if I remember it correctly. But I didn't... I just watched it, like, not that long ago. Really? For the first time, like, maybe four months ago? For the first time ever? Yeah. Oh! hmm I don't know, I was never into it. But then, I watched it. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's kind of good. Like, I think... Yeah. I can't remember... I didn't see it in theaters, because I never saw anything in theaters. But yeah. I, I still I never see anything in theaters. <laughs> um, no, I just watched Coraline, and then... I watched Corpse Bride. I like Coraline. Coraline's horrifying. It's really fucking like, scary. I really yeah. would not let children under my care watch that. No. No, thank you. Those no, I button eyes. Yeah. Stuff. No, I watched Ooh. it when I was. When did that come out? 2009, I think. Because I was working at the Palladium when it came out. Ugh. And I didn't see it at the Palladium. But I rented it. So it was like 2010, probably. I was 20 years old and I was horrified. Yeah. It was really scary, and it's really well done. Ooh, oh, my God. Too well done, yeah. because then that makes it scarier. I love Paranorman, and so then mm-hmm. I, I watched whatever, like, Box Trolls. Is that by the same people? Yeah. And I liked that one. And then I, like, got in this kick. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, I have to watch Coraline. And I was like, no! <laughs> Why? <laughs> Shouldn't have watched that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway... Um, the Corpse Bride is actually, I actually found the story on scaryforkids.com. Scary for Kids is only bit of goodie. It's the best website that we've ever used. It's true. For sure. Yeah. And it's written like a, like a fairy tale almost, like it's written like a story, so I'm just going to read it verbatim. I didn't like change it at all. Cool. Okay. So once upon a time, there was a young man who lived in a village in Russia. He was to be married, and he and his friend prepared to go to the village where his bride-to-be lived. A two days walk from his own village. Ugh. Right. Walking? Walking in Russia, so it's like eight feet of snow, probably. <laughs> probably. In July. It's always cold. <laughs> yeah. 
they had no shoes. <laughs> the ground, yeah, the ground is always hard, like completely solid, like <laughs> like even the dirt. Right, nothing like, grows. No. <laughs> no. Like potatoes for vodka. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, sorry, Russia. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Russia, but really. <laughs> I'm just telling you something you already know, Russia. <laughs> You know what? I think that's from, like, I think that stems from watching Anastasia. Oh my gosh. Because when she's in Russia, it's always cold and it's snowy. And, like, yeah. when she leaves the orphanage, it's the worst walk ever. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to, like, Germany and it's springtime. Oh, yeah. And it's <laughs> like, beautiful suddenly. Yeah, it's gorgeous. <laughs> and you're like, wait, has it been summer this whole time? <laughs> I think I'm just, like, my mind attached itself to that idea and I just that's just what I believe now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, these two idiots took a two-day walk. Um, and the first night, the two friends decided to set up camp by a river. Mm-hmm. The young man who was going to be married spotted an unusual looking stick in the ground that looked like a bony finger. <gasps> oh no. I know this. Mm-hmm. He and his friends started joking about this bony finger sticking out of the ground, and the young man who was going to be married took the golden wedding ring from his pocket mm. and put it on the strange-looking stick. Ugh, like no. an idiot. Why would you yeah. ever do that? No. Why would that sound like a fun thing to do? Yeah. It, like, Ooh, look it's a, a stick. A stick in the ground. Let's pretend it's a finger. <laughs> what? No. There's nothing to do in Russia back then. There's... Probably. You're right. <laughs> but, like, do something else. Like, find something, another weird thing to Yeah, do. throw some rocks at the moon or something. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to do something stupid, throw some rocks at the moon. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say throw some rocks at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Rock fight. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> um, so then, of course, after he put the wedding, like, putting the wedding ring on her bone, or on the stick, <laughs> um, wasn't enough. So then he started to do the wedding dance around the stick. He danced around the stick with the golden wedding ring. Three times, and he sang the Jewish wedding song. Um, why? I hope he was practicing. I hope it wasn't just like a, you know what'll be fun? It's like Bingley and Darcy in the woods. <laughs> 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 yeah. I love that part so much. Oh my god. It's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, so he put the ring on the finger, danced around it, sang the song, and recited the entire marriage sacrament as he danced around the stick. That's too much. He and his friend laughing the whole time. Oh my god! You imagine if, like, if we were walking somewhere and we decided to camp, and I was like, "Oh my god, look at this stick!" If I started doing all of this, you would think I was fucking nuts. Uh, yeah, you'd be like, "I'm going home. Mm-hmm. I give up on you. Yeah. <laughs> Friendship over." That's fair. <laughs> God. The only way to snap you out of it be like, this is not okay. I'm leaving. <laughs> like, slap me in the face. <laughs> do whatever you have to do. Throw a rock right in my eye. <laughs> Just start throwing rocks at me. Push, push me into the river. I don't, you know. <laughs> so their fun stopped suddenly when the earth started rumbling and shaking mm. beneath their feet. Mm. The place where the stick had been opened up in a very bedraggled... You knew that was a word. Bedraggled. Bedazzled. Bedraggled. (laughs) A very bedraggled-looking corpse emerged. Mm. A living corpse. She had been a bride, but now was barely more than a skeleton, Mm. held together by shreds of skin, still wearing an old, torn, white silk wedding dress. Worms and spiderwebs hung on the once-beaded bodice and tattered veil. Sounds really. Oh my gosh, no thanks. <laughs> You're like, good, I hope you're here to kill me. I don't <laughs> Having seen this, anymore. I'm done. 
the two young men, the two young men were aghast. Mm-hmm. Ah, she said, you have done the wedding dance and pronounced the marriage vows, and you have put a ring on my finger. Mm-hmm. Now we are man and wife. I demand my rights as your bride. Shuddering with terror at the corpse bride's words, the two young men fled to the village where the young bride was waiting to be married. Where the living bride (laughs) was waiting to be married. Uh They went straight to the rabbi. Rabbi asked the young man breathlessly, I have a very important question to ask you. If by some chance you're walking in the woods and you happen to see a stick in the ground that looks like a long, bony finger, and you happen to put a golden (laughs) wedding ring on the finger and do the wedding dance and pronounce the wedding vows, is this indeed a real marriage? (laughs) (laughs) Hypothetically speaking. What kind of hypothetical? Oh, my gosh. Remember that rabbi? No. (laughs) You're done. Looking very puzzled, the rabbi asked, do you know of such a situation? (laughs) Maybe. Oh, no. No, of course not. It's just a hypothetical question. (laughs) Stroking his long beard thoughtfully, the rabbi said, let me think about it. And just then, a big gust of wind blew the door open and in walked the corpse bride. Ooh, what an entrance. It's very dramatic. Ooh. I lay claim to this man as my husband, for he has placed the wedding ring on my finger and pronounced the solemn marriage vows. She demanded, her bony finger rattling as she shook it at her intended bridegroom. Ooh, no. <laughs> this is indeed a very serious matter. I'll have to consult with the other rabbis, <laughs> said the rabbi. <laughs> what? I feel like if, if literally, if a bride comes from the other side mm-hmm. and says that this is happening, I feel like the rabbi should just be like, well, I think she probably knows more than I do at this point. <laughs> exactly. I feel like, oh, works. okay. Well, that's, <laughs> yes, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guess so. <laughs> Soon all the rabbis from the surrounding villages were gathered together. They went into conference while the two young men anxiously awaited their decision. The corpse bride waited on the porch, tapping her foot, declaring, I want to celebrate my wedding night with my husband. No. Yeah. She wants the dick. <laughs> no. Yeah, she does. Oh my gosh, no. Mm-hmm. Yikes. These chilling words made every hair on the young man's body stick to No, please. <laughs> Though it was a warm summer day. Oh, well, (laughs) obviously. It's not because of the weather, duh. Right. While the rabbis were conferring, the real human bride arrived and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Oh, no. When her fiancé explained just what had happened, she started weeping. Hmm. Oh, my life is ruined. All my hopes and dreams are shattered. I'll never be married. Never have a family. Oh, that's so I know. She does not deserve to be going through this. Yeah, he's an idiot. Maybe you're better off. Yeah, like, if anything was a red flag, this was it. (laughs) (laughs) Just then, the rabbis came out and asked, Did you indeed put a gold ring on the finger, and did you dance around it three times, and did you indeed pronounce the wedding vows in their entirety? That's a mouthful. (laughs) Well, at this point, it's all hypothetical. Mm. Oh, yeah. True. (laughs) The two young men, who by this time were cowering in a far corner, nodded their heads. They're idiots. The corpse bride and the regular bride should just go off and have a, a life together. Yeah. <laughs> Looking very serious, the rabbis went back to confer again. I don't understand why they need to talk so much. I know. It's pretty obvious, the turn of events here, yeah. you know? There's a, there's a living corpse right yeah. there. Like, I'm, She's calling the shots at this point. Yeah. Not you guys. Yeah. Yeah. She like controlled the wind. She had the wind to open doors for her. Mm-hmm. I think she, she's she's in control. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. The young bride, the living one, wept bitter tears while the corpse bride was now 
was by now gloating at the prospect of her long-awaited wedding night. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Literally all she cares about is having sex. It's like, I'm finally gonna do it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh. After a short while, the rabbis solemnly marched out, took their seats, and announced, Since you put the wedding ring on the finger of the corpse bride, mm-hmm. and you danced around it three times, reciting the wedding vows... Yes. We have determined that this constitutes a proper wedding <gasps> ceremony. Oh Even God. so, we have decided that the dead have no claim upon the living. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> then what does this I can practically see the corpse bride being like, yes, and then like at the end of what they said, they're like, oh. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, what? <laughs> like being angry yeah. probably at that point. Of course. Like, excuse me? Yeah. Um, sighing and murmuring could be heard from all corners. <laughs> the young bride was especially relieved. The corpse bride, however, howled. Oh, there goes my last chance for a life. I'll never have my dreams fulfilled now. It's forever lost. Oh. And she collapsed on the floor. Oh my god. It was a pathetic sight. Uh, a heap of bones in a tattered, tattered wedding gown lying there. Lifeless. Oh yeah. Yeah. Overcome with compassion for the corpse bride, the young bride knelt down and gathered up that old heap of bones, carefully arranging the shredded silk finery and holding her close. Half sang, half murdered, as if cradling a crying infant. Don't worry, I'll live your dreams for you. I'll live your hopes for you. I'll have your children for you. I know. Oh my gosh. I'll have enough children for the two of us, and you can rest in peace knowing that our children and our children's children will be well cared for and will not forget us. Oh my gosh, she's too good. I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That idiot dude (laughs) does not deserve this beautiful woman. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> also when the when the corpse bride like wailed, that I was immediately transported to Fiddler on the Roof because it's you know Russian Jewish. Uh-huh. And then having um Fruma Sarah, mm-hmm. the bride's like <laughs> like all of her like crazy singing. <laughs> um so anyway, that's exactly what happened. Nice. Nice. That's probably very um very accurate. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, tenderly, she closed the eyes of the corpse bride, and mm-hmm. tenderly, she held her in her arms. Slow, And then slowly, with me- measured steps, she marched down to the river with her fragile charge. Aww. Took her down by the river, where she dug a shallow grave for her, and laid her in it, and crossed the bony arms over the bony chest, one hand clasping the one with the ring on it. And folded the wedding gown around her. Oh my god. Like about to cry. Yeah. That's so nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I know. Um, then she whispered, May you rest in peace. I will live your dreams for you. Don't worry, we will not forget you. The corpse bride looked happy and at peace in her new grave, <laughs> as if she somehow knew that she would be fulfilled through this young bride. Oh my god. And the young bride covered up the corpse bride with the tattered wedding gown in the shallow grave, covered it all up with earth, then put wildflowers all over the grave and stones around it. Oh, that's so nice. (laughs) Then the young bride went back to her fiancé, and they were married in a very solemn wedding ceremony, and they lived many happy years together. And all their children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren were always told the story of the corpse bride. And so she was not forgotten, nor was the wisdom and compassion she had taught them forgotten either. Oh. I know. That's a really nice story. It gets, it's really weird, and then it gets, like, <laughs> like heart-wrenchingly beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Did that happen in the movie? I don't think so. Well, because he was taken to, like, the other world, right? Oh, right, yeah. Um, to, like, her corpse world. Mm-hmm. So, no. It's a shame. And I don't, I don't know if they, like, buried her body or anything afterward. I don't know. I'll have to watch it again. I guess so. Um, so I only have two more short little ones. Okay. 
Next is the bride of Pré-Sassons, a French chateau. Ha ha ha! En français. Okay. So in the dead of night, a black coach pulled up near the castle moat from which two men emerged. I wrote this story myself. Stop I didn't, it. I mean, I didn't, but it was, it was on, like, a French website that was really poorly translated, mm-hmm. so I made it my own. Yes, it, it set such a mood already. Yeah. Great job. Thank you. <laughs> first sentence, and I'm like, ooh, spooky. I the first it. sentence sounds like a romantic novel to me, so the rest will be a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll just start over, because <laughs> in, the, in the dead of night... A black coach pulled up near the castle moat, from which two men emerged. With shovels and picks, they began to dig a deep, deep grave, Mm. neither of them ever uttering a word. Ooh, they did some shit, right? Mm. They messed up, for real. I'm in. (laughs) The night was silent, save for the scraping of metal against Mm. dirt and rock. Once the hole was dug, they dragged a young woman out of the coach. She was dressed as a bride, her face as pale as the satin of her gown. No. She did not cry. She did not beg for mercy or make any protest. The men threw her into the grave and began to cover her with dirt. Once the hole was full again, the two men returned to the coach and vanished into the darkness. What? A poacher lurked nearby, and having seen everything but being too afraid to stop the men, he ran into the village to alert the citizens of Tresessel. Why wouldn't he just uh, undig the lady first? (laughs) Maybe he didn't have a shovel. I mean, I guess it... I guess. It was a deep, deep hole. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, The villagers hurried back to the site to help the woman, but by the time they dug up her body, she was hardly breathing. The sun rose as she drew her last breath. She never uttered a word about who she was or why the men did this to her. From time to time, her ghost can be seen floating on the waters of the moat, still in her wedding dress. And to this day, no one knows who she is or who killed her. Ooh. Ooh, that's dark. Spooky. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Isn't it weird? Mm. I love that. I want that to be a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Oh my gosh. Mm. Dang, yes. That'd be nice, because I love a period horror movie, but Mm. so many of them are so bad. Yeah. Yes. I love the idea of one. Like, when we went to see Winchester. Oh my gosh, I was was just thinking about (laughs) Winchester. Like, all my hopes were on that movie, and then it disappointed. It sure did. But, like, it, yeah. Like, physically, it looked really good. Mm, it did, like, yeah. It looked nice, yeah. but the story wasn't good enough. But anyway. Yeah. can't believe Helen Mirren was in that disaster. Of I know. Dame Helen Mirren. Is yeah. she a dame? Probably. She better be a dame. If she's not, then she will be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. through our, our force of will, she'll become a dame. <laughs> like, completely, 100% certain that this will happen. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> one more ghost story, um, which is the White Lady of Kinsale, mm. which is Irish. Ooh. Yeah, so I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's K-I-N-S-A-L-E. I, I have no idea. Whatever. Okay. None so of the words make any sense. So. That's true. They don't. According to legend and famous Irish ghost stories, there once was a fort. Mm. I mean, an Irish fort, and one of the soldiers that was stationed there married a local girl, mm. and they stayed at the fort for their wedding night. Ooh, which is like the least sexy place I know, that you right? could stay in, like barracks, probably <laughs> right? with a bunch of other men. No thanks. So the soldier had watch duty. On his Who wedding night? scheduled him for watch duty on his wedding <laughs> night? So rude, and. Um, because it was his wedding night, he had a bit more to drink than he normally would have. Mm-hmm. Um, and he fell asleep. No! Yeah. Other soldiers in the fort found him asleep while on duty, and following the protocol of the day, shot him at his post. 
What? Yep. On his wedding night? On his wedding night, they found him. Yeah, they were at the wedding. Mm -hmm. For sure. Oh my gosh. Because he's his best man. (laughs) Sorry, bud. You know the rules. Yeah. I'm a soldier first and a friend second. (laughs) Yeah. Disgusting. Mm -hmm. So they killed this guy on his wedding night, (sighs) even though they all knew that he he just got married. And then, of course, after hearing about her husband's death, her brand new husband, mm-hmm. the bride flung herself to her death from one of the fort's walls. Whoa! What a dramatic Swan night. dive right off the fort. Ooh! Yeah. Yeah. Decades after the tragedy, the white lady, as she's called because she's mm-hmm. wearing a wedding dress, mm-hmm. uh, was seen wandering through the fort by soldiers and their families, especially children, because <gasps> children can see things that adults refuse to see. Yep. Two sergeants were packing up some equipment when one man's daughter asked who the white lady smiling at her was. <gasps> Both men saw nothing, but the girl was adamant that a woman in a white dress had been looking at her. In another story, a nurse saw the white lady standing over the bed of a sleeping child. Oh. And that's the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's so she just is like... Being weird around people, and yeah, like, she she's probably like, oh my god, I didn't get to have kids, yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like not creepy, but it's it sad. Is but creepy. then it's also like, uh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that for that. Yeah, that's that for that. <laughs> cool. So those are our creepy brides. Mm-hmm. Ghost brides are cool. I like them. Me too. Yeah. Moral of the story is that they're great. <laughs> Even if they're not. <laughs> if you have the chance to be a ghost bride, I would highly recommend yes, it. Yes, definitely do it. Ideal life. Hopefully I'll die in a wedding dress. You know, when I'm really, really old. Oh, yeah. But just wear it. And then I'll be that creepy old woman in a wedding dress. Nice. Mm, that'd be even better. It would be. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Me too. Okay. <laughs> All right. But anyway, I guess this is where we say, see you later, ghouls and boys. Bye. Bye. Well, it is true that Arnold Palmer is Laura Palmer backwards. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> what is Arnold Palmer? Wait, hold on. So Renlap Delanra. Delanra. <laughs> Sounds like Laura. Sounds like Laura Palmer. <laughs> hey. Hey, can you hear me? Testing. Can you hear me? Testing one, two, three. <laughs> You know, good duck. <laughs> I'm not from here. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>